got so shut what is out. your point here? Are you really excited that St. Louis got shut out? Yeah, because I hate the Cardinals. This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey, Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, the finalists for the James Beard Awards have been announced. I want to get into that. Only two Milwaukee chefs were nominated for the Midwest category, and there was a surprise Milwaukeean that ended up as a finalist. You're not going to believe it. So, Ann, uh, James Beard has finally released the finalists for the uh, upcoming awards will be held in May in Chicago at the Lyric Opera Theater. Who from Milwaukee has made that list? What's going on? Wow. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. I feel like there should be a drum roll here. Uh, well, the very important, the most important category for those of us in Milwaukee is the Best Chef Midwest category. Yes. In past years, we've had winners from Adam Siegel, uh, who's with Bartolotta Restaurant mm. Group, to Justin Abrahamian of Sanford. So this year, three people from Minneapolis and two people from Milwaukee, and we have Karen Bell of Bavette. This is the first year, actually. Uh, that she's made it to the the final, the to final finals. Yeah, yeah, to the finals, and and Justin Carlisle of Arden, who has been in this um, <laughs> a position before. But there's a city that got shut out. That always seemed to win every year. What city would that be, Teresa? What city was it? Saint Madison? Louis? No. Madison got shut out. But Madison there, did get shut out. But the other city in the Midwest that won the last two years in a row. Well, Missouri is in this category. So maybe because yeah, it wasn't Louis. North Dakota, it wasn't South Dakota. So St. Louis got shut out. And it wasn't Iowa? No. All right. I think St. Louis got so shut out. So what is out. your point here? Are you really excited that St. Louis didn't, got shut out? Yeah, because I hate the Cardinals. Oh, God. Okay. Come on. Everybody hates the Cardinals. And it was <laughs> nice to see they get shut out. All right. So so attention has turned to Wisconsin and Minneapolis, and Minnesota, rather. And I don't know what's going to happen here, but we're going to find out on May 7th. Yeah. Minneapolis, it's some, some, some good competition in Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean, that, that scene actually I have has to say, been I up. lived in Minneapolis, and I saw the food scene started to take off, mm-hmm. and they have left the building. Have you been to any of these three? No. Some of my friends work at these restaurants and I follow them on Facebook and I look and like, what are they doing? They're doing some really interesting things out there in Minneapolis. But, okay, so... So it's um, kind of like Packers versus Vikings here going on, I suppose. But, you know, we have a shot at this. Obviously, Karen or Justin will be really interesting to see Mm -hmm. who takes that. But there's a a kind of a interesting Milwaukeean somewhat in this awards. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a funny thing that I didn't notice before, but, you know, the the Beard Awards also include um, award writing awards mm-hmm. in, in food writing categories, and um, there's one particularly for humor writing, and this is actually, um, it's a video that GQ had done of the drag queen, the Milwaukee-based drag queen, Trixie Mattel. Um, and Trixie B- Mattel making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> and a cocktail at the same time, I guess. Um, so there's another and, Milwaukee on there. And a friend of mine who's seen it, who's talking about how Trixie made this cocktail, you know, the condensation under the glass mm-hmm. kind of creates this 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 um, kind of wet spot under the glass. So the glass was moving on, from that, and she thought it was a ghost. <laughs> so apparently this is a very funny, funny video. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, Trixie, Trixie's video has a good shot 
at winning a James Beard Award. <laughs> That'd be GQ. funny. That'd be funny. The only Milwaukee person that wasn't James Beard would be Trixie. Again, Trixie. <laughs> making a it peanut butter bed jelly sandwich. Be tr- Trixie herself. But, but you know, you know. Content about Trixie. The content um, is winning, therefore, by GQ video. Yeah. Yes. So Trixie. look for this humor category and see if you can Google this this video because I think it's amusing to watch. Making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich wins a James Beard Award. But more importantly, a cocktail. And a cocktail. Yeah. So congratulations to Trixie as well. <laughs> so Trixie, Karen Bell, and Justin Carlisle, oh, hope you all take home the big prize at yeah. the James Beard Awards, which happens in May, early May in Chicago at the Lyric Opera. I didn't tell you that I'm going to St. Louis uh, next month, did I? No, uh-uh. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to go to St. Louis. And you're I don't have the a barbecue? problem with the Cardinals. Sure. That's funny that Madison was locked out. Yeah, Johnny Hunter is That's the first time in a long time. Four quarter. It's the first time Yeah, been and down another as well. another winner from um from Madison would be the the owner of Latoile. Yeah. Um Tory Miller's. Well, I seem like I see him before. every year. I I think you can only win it once. Oh, you only win it once? You can't be put back in it. I again? don't think so. Huh. I didn't know that. I guess that makes sense. Why don't we check those rules, yeah. Tariq? Anyway, enough with about the uh James Beard. Uh, let's go back to our uh, local area to uh, Braze. Braze is doing their uh, really interesting yeah. thing. Uh, Braze, Braze is doing their second volume of Lucky Bun Dim Sum uh, on Wednesday. Buns. Yeah, buns. M- March 21st on Wednesday. They're doing four rounds of dim sum. No reservations. This is first come, first served. 6 p.m. Um, the buns are going to come out. It's going to be served with reishi tea. I can tell Hot you a little buns. bit about these buns. And yeah, four rounds of buns. And nothing wrong with buns, Streak. Um, but first one is a pork bun uh, and a meitake char sui bao. Okay. Round two, sesame shrimp pot sticker and steamed beef spare rib and turnip cake. Round three, crispy pork belly with white corn congee. Round four, egg custard tartlet and... Jean-Dui. Sounds delicious. Jean-Dui. I, yeah. I would be all over this. This sounds really good. Oh, when is that again? This is on Wednesday, March 21st, 6 o'clock. You want to get there Probably early. Early. First yeah. come, first serve. That's right. Cool. Merriment Social, you know, they've been known for their uh, hamburger. Um, a lot of people love their hamburger. And they've been, you know, they've been doing these ha- happy hour burgers. Uh, There's no so- ham on that burger. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, some of them do. Uh, but I don't think these any of these do. But well, unless it's bacon. Yeah, they're doing these. Uh, usually, known for their happy hour burgers. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes those burgers are inspired by by other local celebrities and chefs. Yep. Uh, but what are they doing now? Right now, they're doing uh, the March Madness Happy Hour Burger Challenge. So, um, it's a it's a particular um, challenge where they're put every week. They're pitting two different local businesses against each mm. other. And oh, 889 did it. Already? Yeah, we already did it. Did you win? No, they didn't pick my recipe. Like we like they asked, Tariq, what would you think on a burger? And I go, Well, this is my idea for a burger. It was like this Korean style, like a galbi burger. So it'd be like the burger be marinated in the same galbi spices and marinade. Yeah. And then it will have a crispy uh scallion pancake on top. And then like Ooh. It, and then uh uh, like a green onion uh, kimchi, uh, like as a garnish. Maybe they were thrown and, by the pancake. Yeah. Like, how are they going to do this without? And we like, did, and I think eighty eight nine just did a, a Milwaukee burger. Like, whatever. who oh. were you up against? I don't remember who we were up against. I don't know if it was Moda three or I don't remember who we were up against. Hmm. 
But yeah, that was my idea of a burger, and they shot it down, so I was kind of hurt. Okay. Well, um, anyway, um, so last week they had Moda 3 and another business called PK Ware. These are both in the third ward, and they had a couple burgers you know, up against each other. And these are happy hour again, mm-hmm. so it's Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday... Is, are they open Monday? No, they're open Tuesday through Friday. Their hours, they're Tuesday open Tuesday through Friday, four to six. So you still have time tonight mm. to go in. Um, Traction Factory is a local advertising firm. They're up against uh, an, an architectural firm. So there's the MFD Truckee Burger, which is a bacon-infused quarter-pound beef patty with Brussels sprouts and leeks agrodolce, provolone cheese, jalapeno buttermilk dressing, pecorino... Romano chips what company, on an onion bun. What company created that? An advertising firm. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I, do you sense. actually, but here's the thing. What I don't know is you make suggestions, but mm. it's up to the chefs to create this burger, don't you think? I guess it depends on like factors, yeah. I mean, they probably do it if it's like, if there's someone says, I want lobster and filet mignon, they're probably like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, they might adjust it and, like, mm. modify their creation. Okay. Well, so that burger is up against something called the Nuts and Bolts, another quarter-pound beef patty with Thai peanut sauce streak, fried cheese curds, crispy braised pork belly, hot pepper marmalade, what? cream cheese on a milk bun. Okay. Oh, no. That, that is going to be one that's difficult to eat, but you have tonight to, to try this one. This sounds like a 911 call. Okay, but just to fin- yeah, well, just to finish this up though, each company um, is uh, set up a charity that's going to get the proceeds from mm. the, the sales of this mm. burger. So, um, so think about it if you're actually going out and want to try something um, that you're actually supporting uh, a local charity as well. Um, the, it'll be interesting to see what the next burger challenge is going to be. Mm. Um, but that is that is out. It's pretty crazy outrageous what burger would you burger. create the nuts well i don't know i haven't tasted these burgers no, but what burger would you like come oh up would with? i choose no what would you come up with that's what i'm saying yeah. would i come up what kind of toppings would yeah. i put on a burger you know Tariq, here's the thing i just i i'm, I'm a lord ketchup yeah that's funny <laughs> i i really like uh, and I, I, to me the burger patty itself needs to be really awesome like mm-hmm. it should be well flavored the I mean, I like a mix of ground meats in that burger. Mm. I don't want so many wet toppings. To me, that doesn't make the burger so mm. much. I want a really good bun. If it's a homemade bun, that's great. If it's homemade, if it's some kind of Wisconsin cheese, fantastic. Mm. You will make me happy if you've got grilled onions on there or fried onions, mm. um, some really good cheese, maybe some... So you're not really about the crazy No, cookie. I'm really not. But, um, you know, I know a lot of people are. Um, no Girl I Scout think, cookies, no Thin Mints, crumbles. Oh, gosh, no. But I do think um, cheese curds could be really delicious mm. on there. But I'm, I, it kind of stopped me with the Thai peanut sauce and the cheese curds. That's just too, ew, that's just cloggy. And then the, the pork belly. It that's just, just I, I think it's got, I really want to see a photo of it because it seems like a very challenging burger, burger to pick up and actually take a mm. bite of and eat. Yeah. But wow, I want to know who's going to win that challenge. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm worried about that last burger that people will actually like live. Yeah. That is a heart-clogging uh, uh, thing out there. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we have some unfortunate news. Wolf Peach and will be closing at the end of the month. Supper, the uh, place off of... Uh, Prospect, it's in the Shorecrust Hotel. Prospect. Yeah. 
uh, this kind of cool modern take on a supper club are already closed. Yeah, it closed after a Sunday night service. Yeah. They they were open Wednesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they they actually did, um, I don't know if you knew this, I think we talked about this in one segment, a couple of Mima kind of yeah. special dinners, mm-hmm. pop-ups, Mima Magna. And so she was there that night, that Sunday night, um, doing, you know, that last special dinner. Mm. And apparently that was their last night of service. Wow. Which is too bad. That's a great space, and I liked what they were yeah, doing. They had and um, really good food. I mean, they had their pasta nights. Oh and, yeah. Um, cocktails were great. The ice cream drinks. Yeah. I love I the like ice that. cream drinks. Um, you know, I I will say, you know, if any, because this is uh, always comes up when when places close, when restaurants close, and when you know the public has mm. this collective sigh of, oh no, why did it close? And then you have to ask people, well, did you ever go there? And, you know, if they say, well, no, and my response is, well, you need to, to go like and patronize. You need to go and patronize these restaurants in order mm. for them to succeed. That that really is what yeah. it is. It's kind of like the Von Trier thing. Yeah. They want to change. People were upset. And I'm curious, all those people who were like, had this petition, have they been, have they been to Von Trier? The new. Yeah. Uh, renovated, well, the, renovated since one. they've reopened. That's what I'm curious. All those people who wrote the petitions and all that. How many of those people who were upset on Facebook and Twitter actually gone to Von Trier since yeah, they reopened? I don't, I don't know. You know, they were like, I think, I think they're, you, you know, can't take away really my nostalgia, but yeah. I won't go. Well, it's a, well, it's a weird thing. It's like, it's enough for them to know that it's still there. Yeah. If they, as long as they, they see it driving. Go there. Yeah. But they don't see it driving, but they won't go there. And I, I, I think, I, I'm, I really think a lot of those people on those petitions did not go. They just, they, they didn't want their nostalgia taken away. That's what it is. But mm. I could be wrong. So Wolf Peach, though, is still open. We Yeah, they, they, I think they said probably end of the month. Yeah, and yeah. that is a spot that other, you know, many diners will remember as uh, the old roots mm-hmm. um, before it, it switched over to Wolf Peach. Um, Dan Jacobs, who's from Dan Dan, was a chef there at one mm-hmm. point. Um, there have been other chefs that have, you know, that was have worked there and moved on. Mm, Cole Ursel was there. Okay. Um, and Kyle Toner is the current chef mm. right now. So, um, you know, great, great patio. Two mm-hmm. levels of a really gorgeous patio yeah. in the summertime. Um, you know, obviously do a lot of pizzas, a lot mm. of a lot of great vegetarian mm. stuff, a lot of veggie veggie based things. Um, so that is really sad. And you, I mean, you have to wonder. Well, what what is the space going to become? Mm-hmm. Because the building has been sold. So. Uh, mm. Is it is the new leaseholder going to be you know it might be a turkey restaurant? restaurant. Out there, I mean, it's all it, it all has the gear in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Know. Oh well, times change. Drake, you're calling. You know, you've you've been you've been saying for a while. But I want a small, 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 small. like a closet. Small. <laughs> it's like 15 people. I think that's easy to manage. You have six people in there. It feels full. So you're you're talking that like the size of Ardent, like that small. Yeah, I think that's that's a fun restaurant to me. Uh-huh. I like. I mean, I have never. I mean, if I want a restaurant, I don't want a big restaurant. I want something fun and intimate, and cool. Where like I feel like I'm hanging out, you know. You can talk and to do, people and do some really cool stuff. Yeah. On a, on a small level. And maintain a connection with the diners. Yeah, you do more fun things with the menus. You can do more things because you only have right so many people you can serve. It's it's, it's control. Yeah. You know, you do, it's a control yeah, I just thing never. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's just me. Yeah. If I want a restaurant, it'd be small and be fun. I can do cool things on the weekends. I can do. You know, you do more interesting things. Right. You know, that's just me. 
Anyway, uh, let's head down to, as you know, um, have you, you've never been to South by Southwest, no. have you? I've never been um, to Austin. South, you never really? No. Oh, wow. Dude. Really? Dude. The food. Dude. Mm, dude. Food. Amazing. Barbecue. Yes. Yeah. Cocktails. Mm. Amazing. I feel like it's a- Food it's, trucks. The I've, best. They have like yeah. over 500 food trucks in that city. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. And there's one called Love Balls, which is like the Japanese octopus kind of- uh, I can't remember the, how you say the name- a food truck that serves that it's crazy it's like it's it is the wild west of mm -hmm. creativity down there in food trucks i mean they kind of i mean food trucks been around forever but they kind of austin kind of took it up a notch yeah you know but but speaking of austin uh south by southwest kicked off this week and uh, uh there's some wisconsin bands but one wisconsin group the wisconsin uh cheese marketing what's the, what's the company wisconsin cheese marketing wisconsin I thought it, I thought you said it was the Milk Marketing Board. Milk Marketing Board, yeah. I can't remember the name. Um, they're down there. Yeah. And they created the world's longest cheese board. How long is that, Terry? 70 feet long. Wow. Uh, and they created, a, a, it's in a hotel. They changed it into this kind of uh, minimal barn-like feel. Uh, and it's over 2,000 pounds of cheese for uh, participants and guests of South by Southwest. All the brands come across from all over the state. It, they call it the uh, South by Southwest Wisconsin Lounge in the Marriott. Sounds like there's some meat on there, too. Like they also have a Bloody board. Mary bar in the afternoon. Of course, you know what that Bloody Mary means. People get to try the uh, Wisconsin's known for their garnishes. So oh, yeah. I can see people in California going, what is on my Bloody Mary? <laughs> I'm used to celery. Why is this burger in my Bloody Mary? Yeah. Um, but they got companies from uh, Artisan Cheese Exchange, Arena Cheese, Bella Gioso, Car Valley, Cedar Grove. I'm not going to name all of these, but uh, it's, uh, it's really cool. Um, I guess they're trying to like span like, hey, stop eating California cheese. Do you think this is going to make a, um, a, a world record? I mean, like, well, I, I mean, like the Guinness out. Book of World Records? I was trying to find if it was Guinness Book of World Records, but it doesn't say. Yeah. It just says the world's longest cheese board. Huh. I don't. I don't know if there's a Guinness thing for that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well. So it's uh, it's cool that they're down there. Uh, maybe they maybe they do it for us in Milwaukee, too. You know, why do it down there? Why don't you do it here? Right? Yeah. Give but, us the, you know, right. You know. However, you know, look at how much attention they're getting at South by Southwest. Yeah. Perhaps more attention than they would be getting here. National attention, that is. I get it. But, you know... You, you, also, oh, I hear you. I'd like, I'd like some of that cheese, that cheese board. Yeah, trust me. So, uh, and do you think every bit of it will be consumed? <laughs> Knowing musicians and people down there who spend a lot of money on everything else, yeah, if they can huh. get free stuff, free food, it's you, gone. Can you just see these people like trying to like get it in their backpacks? Or oh, something? I, I guarantee there's people doing that right now. <laughs> I, I guarantee there are people like taking wheels and trying to sneak in their backpack. <laughs> yeah, like people, people want free stuff down. There's a lot of free stuff going down in, in South by Southwest. I'm going to fight you for that Gouda. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> some cheese pun. But I, 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 I was waiting. I was waiting, Tariq. I, 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 I don't got any. I guess that's great. Okay. <laughs> great. Well, they're getting a taste of our derriere great. down there, right? Great. Great. It's great. Yes, great. Great things. Anyway. Great, great things are happening <laughs> down in the in the Austin area, South by Southwest. And finally, we're going to head back to uh, back to Milwaukee. Iron Great. Um, <laughs> Which is another another great thing yeah, that they're doing. Great. 
Uh, Iron Grey Barbecue recently relocated to a really cool location. I kind of like how they, they're set up out there. Um, same have, street. Same street. It kind of has this Austin barbecue vibe going on down there. Um, they uh, started uh, last week. Uh, they fly up a live New Orleans crawfish, and they be doing a crawfish on Fridays. And I tried it. It's really good. It's made with like chili, garlic, lime, um, kind of the sauce with the little crawfish. Pull the tails, suck the head. Yeah, it's really fun. It's fun to eat them. Fun to eat crawfish. I know a lot of people are kind of squeamish no, up I here in the Midwest. I love doing that in New Orleans, though. That's like a highlight. Of you know, I'm trying to get Milwaukee people God. to stop being squeamish. It's a fun thing. I got our new web editor to try it, and she loved it. You took her there? No, I brought the crawfish back. Okay, okay. Eat crawfish at the at the office. Thought that would be fun. Ooh, yeah, yum. Yeah, people are like you suck the head. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> that is the best part. Okay, how many crawfish crawfish can you eat in one sitting? Uh, at King Crab Shack, I bought two pounds of crawfish and I ate it in one sitting. So, and I had and I wanted more. Uh-huh. So, at least two pounds. Okay. So, did they put did they put like a a caveat on like how many like a like a cap rather a cap on how I many see. you can order at one time? I don't think because so. they they only have a finite amount. They of They might it have, but I'm not sure. I yeah. didn't read it. I didn't really care. <laughs> read right. That part. I went there. And they were really the sauce is really good. Yeah, it's really good. I okay. got a, I know I got a little sausage too to put in that there. That would be a really fun thing to do for people to do as an alternative to Friday night fish fry. Yeah. Fish fry is they're observing meatless Fridays yeah. during Lent, right? Yeah. And I'm just I maybe I'll do a maybe we should do a crawfish eating class for people so they're not squeamish. To to show them how to do yeah. this step by step? Yeah. You can just, I mean, you I mean, just I mean, show people, my hands. Yeah. Can you, yeah, yeah. You can only show my hands. Maybe do a video, maybe that'd be uh, Let's do, do it. it. Do a video with a bottle of Malort and maybe win a James Beard Award for a video. <laughs> and you, right. I mean, to, per, perhaps to read beforehand, you could make your own sauce with the Malort, put it up against the, the, the sauce that Aaron's doing at Iron Grate and see, you know, see which one is better. Oh, right, we can do that. This is Malort sauce mm-hmm. or Aaron. And, and I, I'm not going to make any predictions here, but I, I have a funny feeling it's going to be Aaron's sauce, but you oh, know. Nah. I make a good Malort sauce. Malort, garlic, and lemon. You baste that in there. and like, mm. (laughs) It's like, Malort becomes like a fish sauce. It's a umami. Have you ever put it really in anything culinary? Or have you only, you've only had it just out of the bottle, right? You're just, you know. Well, think about it. If you drink fish sauce straight up. But if you drink fish sauce straight up, it's kind of gross, right? Uh, Yeah, it absolutely is. But if you cook it, it's amazing. Okay. Right? All right, why that's going to be your task. We can do this. We why can can't do Malort this. be the same way? Right. All right. Let's do. Let's do the. You know the how to. Mm. But I am counting on you bringing some kind of Malort sauce component here. It's not the only way I'm going to try. And you have to eat it. Well. And then you have to drink. And you have to take a shot. But all afterwards. it is is that no. I I'm talking about Malort in a sauce, just as a you know, on something. Yeah. Uh, I'm not drinking this like a a shot of the sauce. Oh, that'd be so great. For okay. video, well, you could win a James Beard Award. <laughs> you're you're obsessed. You're obsessed with winning. That's all. That's all it is. We're for Americans. You. It's a winning awards. We're Americans. You know. You want to win a James Beard Award? Americans win at everything. So I need to continue to condition. You want to win? It's all about winning for yeah. you. But anyway, well that that concludes this week's edition of This Bites, including our rambling. Oh, and by the way, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Same to you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm not really into it. 
I know you're not, but yeah. um, I do like corned beef. I think that if you, which you is know, not even not even Irish, well, but, you know, right? I mean, there there are plenty of celebrations out there. You know where they are. If mm. you drive around, you will see them. Um, I would say be really safe out there. Um, stay home. Make some Irish soda bread. Yeah. Make your own corned beef. Yeah. Um, as as friend said, it's amateur night. Well, it's going to be hard to get into like County Clare and some of these mm. other places that you want to go to. It's just going to be really packed. Mm. So, um, you know, maybe take it home and yeah, celebrate, celebrate quietly. And drink a bunch of Jameson. You know, you like mm -hmm. Jameson at least, right? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't drink that. What am I going to do with you? Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Bites. Uh, I'm going to take Anne, get some shots of Malort, and try to help her spirits. Mm -hmm. But uh, thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> if you want more information about what we've talked about, head over to RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. And guess what? This Bites is officially a now a podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, eventually Spotify, Our Hit Radio, and more. Wow. So... Could do that. That's exciting. After yeah. two years, yeah, that great. Took us two years to get to that yeah. point. So it? now we're gonna okay. hopefully get our James Bid Award next year. Woohoo! Okay, what's our tagline though? Oh yeah, our tagline is "Stay hungry." And I'm gonna change it just for St. Patrick's Day. Keep the cream de menthe cold. All right. <laughs> just for one week. Come on. Sure. Give me that. Give me that. It's yours. Thanks. Have a good weekend. You too.